People of God, this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Friends, as we gather to worship on this All Saints Day, on this Heritage Sunday, welcome home. Welcome home longtime members, welcome home first-time visitors, and everyone in between. As a reminder to those of you who haven't worshipped with us in person, we ask that you please keep your mask on for the duration of the service, covering your mouth and your nose. Worship leaders will remove them to speak, but you will see us put them right back on in an effort to keep everyone around us as safe as possible. For those of you who are celebrating anniversaries of your membership today or decades of your membership today here at MPC, we extend a particularly warm welcome to you. We typically, on a day like today, have a big luncheon downstairs in our fellowship hall, and obviously that is not happening today, but we are so grateful you are here. We are grateful if you are joining us from home. We are grateful for the opportunity to celebrate the fullness of our life together. So welcome. It is a joy to be worshiping alongside you this day. Friends, God is here. It is a gift to come together as the communion of saints, so let us give joyful, joyful thanks to God this day. Let us worship God together. Please turn in your bulletin and join me in the responsive call to worship. I will bless the Lord at all times. God's praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul makes its boast in the Lord. Let the humble hear and be glad. O oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt God's name together. Friends, we gather to be a blessing to the Lord with praise perpetually on our lips. And we also gather to be more like Jesus. So let us take time now to reflect on our week, recognize the ways we can be better, and confess our sins before our loving and merciful God. Please join me in our litany of confession as it is printed in your bulletin, followed by a time for silent confession. Jesus embodied the unconditional love of God. Too often we fail to extend that love to others. We pray, O oh God, may we be more like Jesus. Jesus fed those who were hungry. Too often we pass them by. We pray, O oh God, may we be more like Jesus. Jesus drew near to those who were excluded and living on the margins. Too often we prefer our comfort over the discomfort you call us to pursue. We pray, O oh God, may we be more like Jesus. Jesus brought healing and wholeness to those in need. Too often we act out of selfishness and self-righteousness. pray, O oh God, may we be more like Jesus. Jesus hungered and thirsted for righteousness. Every way, may we be more like Jesus.
Beloved, through the love shown to us by Jesus, we can be sure that we are God's children now. The Spirit of Christ is among us in this gathering, and the nature of Christ is revealed within us. May we live as God-forgiven and joyful people, proclaiming together the good news. In Jesus Christ we are forgiven. Thanks be to God. Alleluia. Amen. Though we will not be singing today during worship, let us listen and reflect on the words of the Gloria Patri as we welcome the gift of God's grace. Friends, on this All Saints Sunday, we set aside this special time to remember with thanksgiving the saints who have gone on before us. As it is mentioned in your bulletin, during this time of prayer, there are names that will be read. They'll be read by the pastors during our prayer, and following the reading of those names, a time of silence will be observed. During that time of silence, I invite you to lift up the name of someone in your life who you remember this day, either aloud or in the quiet of your heart. Let us join in prayer together for the saints of the church. Living God, in whom there is no shadow or change, our help in ages past, our hope for years to come, we thank you for the gift of life eternal. And for the saints of all times and places who have walked the road of faith before us and beside us. We thank you for all the saints remembered and forgotten, for those dear souls most precious to us, who having served you well, now rest from their labors. We thank you for their witness to your love and their commitment to your justice. We thank you for their trust in your mercy and the joy they share in serving you. By their example, remind us of our calling to continue their faithful work as we too walk in the light of your love. God of grace and peace, today we especially remember the saints from among this community who have departed our company over the past year. We rejoice that no one can look upon death and not look beyond it, just as no one can think of night without thinking of the glorious dawn to follow. We rejoice in the security of those whom you have called unto yourself. They go out from us, but not into darkness, for they go into the light of your everlasting love. We thank you particularly this day for Mickey Adsom, John D. Bingley, George Davenport, Barbara Demich, Janice L. Mendry, Robert 
Northrup, Carla Perez, Donna Miller Pidcock, Richard Querns, Dorothy Rice, Donald L. Speakman, Linda Tadlock, Will Thompson II, Robert W. Weand, Marjorie M. Westerman, Ray Williams. Hear us now, O God, as we lift up others to you whom we remember this day. Merciful God, we thank you for their faithful witness, for their courage amid strife, and their hope in the face of death. We remember so many other saints who have walked this road with us, those whom we have named and those whom we have lifted in the quiet of our hearts. Continue to inspire us by their faithful witness, O God that we too might join in the bringing your love, mercy, peace, and Eternal God, as we walk this pilgrim way, make our faith firm, our hope clear, and our love pure, that we might join the saints of all the ages in praise eternal. We thank you that by dying, Christ destroyed the power of death, and by rising from the grave, opened the way to eternal life. Help us to know that because he lives, we shall live also, and that neither death nor life, nor angels nor rulers, nor things present nor things to come, nor height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen. Friends, as we remember those who have gone on before us to be with God, I invite you to turn to your bulletin, and as the organ plays for all the saints, may we reflect upon those saints who have gone before us. May we reflect upon the lyrics to this hymn. Let us worship God.
Well, friends, young friends, and those who are young at heart, today is a very special day in the life of our church. Because today, perhaps more than any other day, we celebrate what we call the Communion of Saints. Communion of Saints is all people from all over the world, from every time and every place, who have all tried to live faithfully, all have tried to share God's love with the world. You are part of that. If you're here in the sanctuary, you are part of that. If you're worshiping at home, I am part of that. Our pastoral staff is part of that. Our organist is part of that. All of these people are part of the communion of saints. And many people who we honor especially today, we remember the saints who have died this year. We read their names just a few minutes ago. And we also particularly celebrate the saints of this church of Morrisville Presbyterian Church that has been around for 162 years. And those saints are listed, if you're here in the sanctuary, on this yellow piece of paper. And typically, we would be having a wonderful celebration today to honor those saints particularly, but also to celebrate our life together. And I know many people who are with us today are not here in the sanctuary, but those of you who are in the sanctuary, if you have been a member of this church for 50 years or more, would you please stand so we can thank you for your years of membership here at Morrisville? And if you are worshiping at home and you are on this list, we are rejoicing with you as well. Thank you all. We are clapping for you as well and for the incredible testament to God's love that you provide for us by your faithful service all of these years. Because most of us can't be together today, there are many more people on this list than are present in the sanctuary. We're going to do something real quick. And if you have this list in front of you, pull it out. And if you're at home, this came in an email earlier. You don't need to scramble to find it. But... I want you to find this list, or just sit without a list. You can still do it without the list. And I want you to look over this list, and I want you to pick out one name, or two names, or three names of people who you can say without a shadow of a doubt, this person has helped me to know God's love more fully. And if you're at home, if you're at home, think about one person or two people or three people, whether they are part of this church or another church or a part of your life long ago, who is it that has helped you to know the love of God more fully? And we're going to spend just a minute or two, and in the quiet of your heart, I want you to say a prayer of thanksgiving for those people. We're going to take just a moment. Let us pray for the saints of this church. Amen. You know what's amazing? I've only been a part of this church, it'll be four years in March, and I can look on this list front and back and see way more than three people who have helped me to know the love of God more fully here at Morrisville Presbyterian Church. Which makes me realize that this list, it looks like a list. So does this list of names we read, but oh my goodness, friends, is it so much more than a list. This is not just a list at all. These lists that we have in our worship today, 
They're not a list. They are a testament to God's love for us throughout the decades. They are a testament to God's love that we know here at Morrisville Presbyterian Church every time we gather together, every time we are united in Christ. These are not just a list. They are a testament to a faithful, giving, generous God who has given us so much in our life together and will continue to do that long into the future ahead. So we give thanks for saints of the past. We give thanks today for saints of the present. We give thanks today for saints who will come long into our future. What a gift it is to know the love of God in the saints of the church. Will you join me in prayer together today? Dear God, we thank you for the communion of saints who have all helped us to know God's love. Help us to share that love with all the world. Amen. Friends, as we continue to bear witness to the ways saints past and saints present have guided us in faith, let us turn now to a time of scripture. Let us pray. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on us. Spirit of the living God, Fall afresh on us. Melt us, mold us, fill us, use us. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on us. Amen. Our scripture passage for this morning comes from John's first letter, chapter 3, verses 1 through 3. Listen for the word of the Lord. See what love the Father has given us, that we shall be called children of God. And that is what we are. The reason the world does not know us is that it did not know him. Beloved, we are God's children now. What we will be has not yet been revealed. What we do know is this. When he is revealed, we will be like him, for we will see him as he is. And all who have this hope in him purify themselves, just as he is pure. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray together again. Merciful God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts this day be pleasing to you and acceptable in your sight. O God, who is our rock and our redeemer. Amen.
Leroy Vogt was one of the saints of First Presbyterian Church in Dubuque, Iowa. A lifelong bachelor, Leroy's life really was the church. He played the piano for opening worship at Sunday school every single Sunday, hardly ever reading music because he knew all the hymns by heart. As a child, I remember thinking they were the fanciest hymns I had ever heard. Leroy would start the coffee at the church if it was needed. He would fold bulletins if they needed folding. Even well into his 70s and 80s, Leroy volunteered every summer to assist with vacation Bible school and could often be found providing snacks for the children in the church kitchen, wearing a chef's hat and apron as he handed out goldfish crackers to the children. One of my fondest memories of Leroy was when he played Eli in the Bible school play one summer, telling Samuel over and over, go back to bed, sonny. Can't you let an old man sleep in peace? The perpetual ham. Leroy always added his own lines to the play, which created a bit of a wild card for the narrator each time they did the play, but it was a great gift to the children who watched from the pews. Leroy saw First Pres Dubuque through its best years and its worst. Always faithful, always there. Days before I was to return to Dubuque for a baby shower when I was pregnant with Madeline Jane, Leroy died. And because of a family situation, his funeral wasn't going to be held for several months, but the community at First Pres Dubuque was grieving. So that Sunday after church, the pastor planned to hold just a very brief service, sharing a few stories about Leroy, offering a prayer for his life, singing his favorite hymn, Great is Thy Faithfulness. And the benediction for the regular Sunday worship service was offered. The pastor reminded everyone, you're free to leave, but if you'd like to stick around to us, to honor Leroy for a very brief time, you're welcome to stay. The postlude began, and nobody moved. Not one single person in that whole sanctuary. I remember looking around the sanctuary, and my eyes filled with tears, suddenly and profoundly aware that everyone in that church had been touched by the life of Leroy Vote. Everyone in that church had stories they could share. Everyone in that church had known the compassion and love and faithfulness of God through the life and witness of Leroy. See what love the Father has given us, that we should be called children of God, and that is what we are. I imagine most of you have known your own version of Leroy over the years. Someone whose love and faithfulness, whose generosity and kindness has touched your life in ways you will never forget. Perhaps someone whose deep and abiding love for God and for the church has instilled in you that same love, or at least the desire to seek out that love. 
I imagine there are people on our list of honored members or people on our list for our prayer of remembrance today who spring to mind. I imagine a multitude more travel with you in your heart as you treasure their witness and their memory and their love. See what love the Father has given us that we should be called children of God. And that is what we are. Throughout his writing, over and over, the author of 1 John reminds us of our identity. Not an identity found in the world or in our culture or in a political party or in our nation, but rather an identity rooted in our Creator. The truest, most essential part of our identity, our identity as children of God. It is an identity we are never without. An identity we don't have to sign up for. An identity we couldn't dismiss or shake if we wanted to. For God has said yes to us from the beginning of time. God has claimed us as as God's own. We, my friends, are God's beloved. Blessed children of God. But as the Reverend Susan Marie Smith reminds us, our identity as God's children is a gift, there's no doubt, but it is also a responsibility. A responsibility, she writes, to live so that others, seeing our love for one another, will recognize the God we worship. I'm going to say that one more time. To live, this is our call, the responsibility we carry, to live so that others, seeing our love for one another, will recognize the God we worship. There is a reason we remember the Leroy's of our lives so dearly. There is a reason we can recall with ease the saints of the church who have had such an impact on our lives for in a multitude of ways. They have cared for us, they have loved us, they have nurtured us and encouraged us, but perhaps most importantly, in their love for us, in their love for the church, in their love for neighbor and stranger, we have seen up close the God they worship. And my question for us today, friends, today on this All Saints Day, on this Sunday, when we celebrate the grandness of our life together, the faithfulness of God, my question is, can someone say the same about us? Will someone be able to say the same about you, that you live in such a way that through you, because of you, the world can see the God you worship Certainly, perhaps you or your own family or your closest friends would nod and say, yes, of course. But what about that neighbor down the street? The one who everyone avoids? What about the people who you've hurt? Or the person who you really need to reconcile with? 
What about the stranger in the grocery store who's taking too long at the checkout or, or the parent who's trying to manage two screaming children at the restaurant on your one night out? Would they recognize? What would they recognize? Who would they recognize in you? Or what about people in this world who are different than you in every way, in race, ethnicity, sexual orientation, religion, status, these beloved children of God, when they interact with you, when they speak with you, when they see the actions or the inaction of your life, will they recognize the God you worship? And I guess I should be clear that the answer is yes. The answer is always yes. Yes, they will recognize the God at whose feet you worship, but is it the God you intend for them to see? Is it the God of Jesus Christ who claims you and calls you and sends you into this world? In you in your life, in your words, in your actions, in your inaction, will they recognize a God who will seek out anyone who has no place? Will they recognize a God who gives seats of honor to the poor and the powerless, to the immigrant and marginalized, to the lost and the oppressed, to the hungry and the brokenhearted? Will they recognize a God who exudes love at every turn and who came into this earth to tear down systems that oppress? Will they recognize a God who calls out to each and every child of God proclaiming, you don't just matter, you are beloved? Will they recognize that in you? Will they recognize a God in you who proclaims that no matter who you are or where you are coming from, you are welcome and you are loved? Is this the God they will recognize in you, in your life, in your words, and in your actions? Or will they recognize something else altogether? This Tuesday marks an important day in the life of our country, a day many of you long for, a day others of you long to be done with. But the strange and remarkable thing about this Tuesday for us as Christians, no matter what happens, is that our identity, our most important Identity as children of God remains unchanged. And thus our call and our responsibility remains unchanged. We will still be called to live so that others seeing our love for one another will recognize the God we worship. My prayer is that this week will not reveal that we have made a god of our political system or of a candidate or of a party. But rather, it is my deep hope that the people of God, 
those who have inherited the greatest legacy of love ever known in this world, it is my hope that this week will reveal that the people of God remain steadfast in their commitment to love and serve and care for the world in the name of Jesus Christ. So that the world, seeing our love for others, will recognize the one true God in whom we live and we move and we have our being. Thanks be to God for saints like Leroy and Jan and Linda and Bob and every other saint you know and honor and remember this day. For in their love for us and for the world, we have seen and known the love of God. So may we be willing every hour of every day to take up this legacy of love we have inherited and live it. Live it today and live it in every tomorrow we will ever know. See what love the Father has given us that we should be called children of God. For that is what we are. That is what we always are, my friends. Thanks be to God. Amen. Having heard the word proclaimed, please turn to your bulletin and join me as we affirm our faith together using the words of a brief statement of faith, a confession of the Presbyterian Church USA. Together, let us state what we believe. We trust in Christ, fully human, fully God. Jesus proclaimed the reign of God, preaching good news to the poor, and release to the captives, teaching by word and deed, and blessing the children, healing the sick, and binding up the brokenhearted, eating with outcasts, forgiving sinners, and calling all to repent and believe the gospel, unjustly condemned for blasphemy and sedition, Jesus was crucified, suffering the depths of human pain, and giving his life for the sins of the world. God raised this Jesus from the dead, vindicating his sinless life, breaking the power of sin and evil, delivering us from death to life eternal. With believers in every time and place, we rejoice that nothing in life or in death can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. My friends, for the next few minutes, we're going to sit in God's presence and take some time to reflect on the words of the hymn printed in your bulletin as a response to the word read and proclaimed today. Because we cannot yet sing safely together, and because we are a congregation worshiping here in the sanctuary 
and at home. This is an opportunity for us to be connected by God's presence in this place and in all the places we are worshiping today. So for the next few minutes, let us open our hearts and our minds to the gift of God's presence. Let us pray. God, the Father, Mother, ultimate parent, we come before you this day as children sitting at your feet. We marvel at the wonders of the world and throw our hands up in concern about your creation. We recognize what we do not understand and ask for your intercession in ending this virus here on our shores and other places across the world. We grieve with the family of Walter Wallace and pray that police safely de-escalate the tension in our sister city in Philadelphia 
as we hear your call to bring forth your peace and security for all God's children. And on this All Saints and Heritage Sunday, we remember the lives of so many people who have died, but who have left a mark on our lives. We ask that your spirit may hover over the imprint of their influence and guide our thoughts of them from pain to life-giving memories. We are assured in their faith and rest in our hope that you are our ever-perfect, ever-redeeming, ever-loving God. We pray all these things in the name of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, who taught us how to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory now and forever. Amen. My friends, as you go out from this place, may the God of Abraham, Isaac, Sarah, Rebecca, the God of Leroy, Nancy, Linda, Bob, and Jan, may that God go with you into this day and into all the days to come, mindful of the great inheritance which is ours in Jesus Christ our Lord. Let us live, my friends, so that others, seeing our love out in the world, might recognize the God from whom that love flows. And as we go, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you, be with those you love, be with those you are called to love this day and forevermore. And together we say, Amen.